Hello, everyone. This is Will from China, and welcome to this exciting episode of The Missing Piece. At least five people were killed and a dozen others wounded when a bomb exploded at a top hotel hosting the Chinese ambassador in southwestern Pakistan, officials said late Wednesday. Initially, no group immediately claimed the attack. However, hours later. The Pakistani's Taliban, in a statement, claimed responsibility, saying it was a suicide attack. Now, join our show. It's a special guest. Shriba is from Pakistan. He's an economist by education. He got his Master of Philosophy degree from Azi Azam University of Pakistan. He has the experience of working with the government of Pakistan. Brother, welcome back to my show. Thank you very much, Mr. Wilpafia. Well, let's get to the question again. What happened on Wednesday? It was very surprising. And can you tell us a little bit from your side? What did you discover? And also, why is it so important that we need to have this discussion at this moment? Well, Mr. Will,、uh, so this was another sad、uh, episode of a terrorist attack in the southern province of Pakistan. Its name is、uh, Balochistan. So basically, this province、uh, is very crucial because uh, uh, in the past also we have seen so many、uh, terrorist activities in this city, which is、uh, the name is Quetta and which is the capital of this province. So talking about the recent、uh, like this terrorist attacks, so it was、uh, actually the、uh, suicide bomb explosion and、uh, in the、uh, five star hotel, which name is Serena. Uh, hotel. So now this hotel is very crucial for this、uh, province whole because all the foreign dignitaries, all the VIPs, the very important personalities, whenever they visit this、uh, province, they actually have their stay there. Yeah. So this,、uh, so in this episode, there was a car and there was a bomb in there. Some people say there was a suicide attack, as you mentioned rightly, claimed by the Tehreek-e、uh, Taliban Pakistan. So yeah. So the bomb exploded and. Uh, uh, To this date,、uh, five people have been confirmed dead, and、uh, about a dozen or so they are being injured. And from those injured people, there are quite some who are very seriously injured. Yeah.、Mm. So that was yeah. Of course, again, as we mentioned before, and also I agree with you, it's very sad to hear that because not only many innocent lives were lost, and but also. The question I want to ask before we get to um really what happened on Wednesday is, you say that was a very crucial spot because many international diplomats and also luminaries tend to stay in the Serena Hotel within that town. Now, from your perspective, as I also as I mentioned before in the intro, the Taliban came out to claim its responsibility. How often does such a heinous crime happen related to terrorism? And also, from your perspective, how should we define this terrorism-related attack today? Yeah, so no doubt about that. You know, the Serena、uh, Hotel is、uh, best known in Quetta, and it provides、uh, accommodation for the government official to the international people who are visiting here, all the visiting、uh, dignitaries. So, like. Uh, in this province, as I said earlier,、uh, we have seen a history of terrorist activities, in,、uh, specifically、uh, in this city. So, which is very sad, first of all. So, talking about this、uh, precisely, this attack—you know, this is not the first attack on the、uh, 
on a five-star hotel in Pakistan. In 2007, uh, we have seen a very, uh, very deadly attack on the Marriott Hotel Islamabad, which is in the which is in the capital city of Islamabad, and around uh, 100 people, including the the ambassador of uh, one or two countries, they were also killed in that attack. And secondly, we have seen uh, attack on uh, uh, Pearl Continental Hotel Peshawar, which is in the KP province. So again, some people were dead there. So yeah, so this is not the first time attack on a five-star hotel or a big uh, hotel in Pakistan. But talking about, uh, uh, like in particular, this province, so I think uh, the time at which uh, this attack has happened, you know, uh, this time is very crucial. Although the, the Tahrik Taliban uh, uh, official who claimed the responsibility of this attack, uh, they they said it that you know that they had targeted police officers and other officials, you know. So, but again, we cannot deny this fact that uh, at the same time the Chinese ambassador with his team was visiting the same city, you know, and. Uh, Although uh, the sources from the Chinese embassy in Pakistan, they have claimed, you know, that uh, Ambassador Non Rong uh, was not present uh, uh, in the premises mm. of that hotel at the time, but he was in the same city. So maybe, uh, you know, uh, we can take it as a message or uh, for the visiting, you know, uh, people or the for the visiting guests. But again. In their statement, the Pakistani Taliban, they did not mention the Chinese ambassador at all. They just said that they targeted the police officers and the other officials. Yeah. Now, let, let's go back to uh, the question I want to ask is, you mentioned this is such a, um, I mean, this is not the first time that terrorist-related attack happened um, uh, around the town or happened to uh, that... Um, the international diplomats, or including um, a domestic officials. But I want to ask you is today, in this present moment, how terrifying the situation is when we hear there are still terrorists living that in Pakistan. I mean, how, how, how devastating that could be because a lot more people, they're still concerned to say, oh, well, we heard of terrorism. We've heard of terrorists. And we know they're in uh, they're in Syria, or they're in this very much um, poor and also underdeveloped regions. But for Taliban, I don't think that we have much concept or idea or even understanding about this group. Can you tell us a little bit how impact or how much impact do they have in Pakistan today? Uh, okay, so uh, we all know the fact that the Pakistani Taliban or their name in the local language is the Tahrik-e-Taliban Pakistan, which is called TTP. Uh, you know, they have, uh, like, it has been carrying out attacks across the country for years, you know. So, but, but the group's influence and uh, the activities, you see, uh, will, it dramatically declined following a military offensive in uh, 2014. Because before 2014, their activities in all over Pakistan, you know, they were at very large scale. They were doing the suicide attacks, like in so many parts of, uh, like uh, the Khyber Pakhtunkhwa province. Again, the province which is which is bordering the uh, neighboring uh, uh, Afghanistan. But in 2014, after the deadly attack, uh, which were which was again claimed by the by the same movement on the you might have heard of the the attack on the school. 
mm. which around 150 kids, you know, they were uh, killed in that in, in that attack. That's that's called APS attack, right? After that attack, uh, you know, the Pakistani military it launched uh, uh, a great operation which is called Zerbeaz uh, again uh, against these uh, this movement, and we have seen the decline in the attack. Sadly, uh, uh, again, it is uh, like in uh, in every two months or four months, you know, uh, like it has become routine, specifically in this province, Balochistan, that uh, we see the episodes of uh, terrorist, uh, t- uh, like terrorist activity in this province. And you might uh, remember, you know, uh, some uh, months ago there was a there was attack on Chinese consulate in in Karachi city. Mm. You might remember. Yeah. So again, the responsibility of that attack, you know, that was claimed by some some of the like uh, separatist uh, group who belong to this uh, province again, you know. So, yeah. So this issue is very crucial because uh, uh, the whole Pakistan, uh, primarily two provinces, the Khyber Pakhtunkhwa province, which is bordering Afghanistan, and uh, the uh, the Balochistan uh, province, which is bordering Afghanistan and, and Iran at the same time. So, like, yeah, so these activities are there. So always the Pakistani establishment, as in this case, the home minister of uh, uh, this province, he said that, you know, that he has some evidence that actually India is uh, backing these these terrorist group to carry on these activities in this province. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that was a very crucial a piece of um, crucial information I want to um, talk about next. It's about India. Now, we know that... The relationship between China and India, how can I describe it? I think the better phrase would be hot and cold. Yep. You know, because right now, right now, China, it's, uh, it's uh, putting greater control um, in terms of battling against the COVID-19. But meanwhile, the number of um, the people who are exposed to COVID-19 or people who um, actually uh, the uh, victims of the COVID-19 in India are actually, the number is spiking drastically. Now, at this moment, how do you think that this such as uh, this devastating event, especially that can relate it to India, can bring either positive or, uh, of course, negative damages to the international relationship between China and India, because right now, even from this official um statement, that we have not heard anything from the Indian government, or we have not heard anything from whatsoever the countries in Southeast Asia, but that does not mean there is no correlation related to India government or in related to um India at this moment. What is your take on this? So first of all, historically. Uh, you know, we have seen that whenever there is a terrorist activity in in India, so most of the time the Indian officials they claim that these activities or the terrorists have been backed up by the Pakistani intelligence agencies or uh, vice versa. Whenever there is a like this terrorist activity, like the Tajikistan Taliban Pakistan or these these activities which carry on uh, in Pakistan, so so the Pakistani military officials or the Pakistani ministers, they claim that, you know, that they have evidence that the India actually uh, is backing those activities. Well, mm. well, talking about the Pakistani case, so few years back, the Pakistan Pakistani military establishment, they caught red-handed and a serving military official of India, whose name was uh, uh, Kalbhushan Yadav, and uh, they caught him from uh, the neighboring uh, country, uh, Iran, by a sting operation. And he... 
accepted the responsibility that yes, he was sent by the Indian uh, intelligence agency RAW uh, to carry out these uh, terrorist activity or to back these terrorist uh, activities in Pakistan. So in this backdrop, you know, we cannot uh, uh, absolutely uh, say that you know that the home minister is that that whatever the home minister said that was just a claim because we have got some historical evidence on both sides of the border, unfortunately. Mm. Now, taking or bringing the China in this uh, picture, actually, so it has just started right after the start of this uh, huge uh, initiative. It's called Belt and Road Initiative. One mm. belt, one road. That's and right. We all know that Pakistan is the front line, uh, you can say, player or the front line ally of China or for this project because Pakistan and China has made this great brand CPAC, which is called CPEC, China-Pakistan Economic Corridor. Now, for China-Pakistan Economic Corridor, this specific province of Baluchistan, where this terrorist activity has happened, that province is very crucial for this CPEC, for the CPAC. Why? Because the main port of Pakistan, which name is Gawadar, that has been built uh, now operated you know and still the work is going on on this port on the Gawadar International Airport on so many other uh, projects you know so that port and that actually that is located in this particular province you know so this goes this goes against the uh, you know as perceived by the Indian authorities that that it is not in their it is not in their interest so in the past, whenever uh, these act terrorist activities have been carried out in this province, some of the some of the uh, terrorists when they were when they were arrested, so they also confessed that yeah, that yes, they were being backed by the raw to mm. carry out the, to 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 actually carry out these activities in that province, so to uh, sabotage to sabotage this great grand project of CPAC. So in this backdrop, if we uh, just see that you know. The Chinese ambassador with his team visiting this particular province, visiting this particular city, which is Quetta, which is the capital of this important province for this CPAC project. So yes, then I think that uh, we can make a we can make a conclusion that yes, in one way or the other, we can say that you know this attack was actually one of the uh, one of the effort actually to sabotage. Uh, you know this uh, project, yeah. Mm. And how how do you think what happened on Wednesday could have direct impact related to China and Pakistan? Because at this moment, again, based on what we gather initially, it seems like the group was targeting the Chinese diplomat. Again, that was all hypothetical, but right now at this moment, um, after your description, it didn't seem to be that way, but. From the Chinese government or from the Chinese side, there we still can interpret the target, or we still can interpret the intention behind um this crime. So, how do you think that could really um impact the relationship between China and Pakistan? So that's number one, and number two is again you sent me the picture um before even the Prime Minister of Pakistan came out and express his condolences for the victims and also he condemned the behavior that of the Taliban so how significant was his response oh so this is not the first time 
that uh, we have seen you know the uh, the attack on uh, uh, like this type of of attack when we uh, particularly we talk about uh, chinese official in pakistan just to remind you in 2018 uh, in the same province there was a, there was a massive attack on the chinese engineers and three chinese engineers were actually injured in that attack mm. right and that and that attack was in the same province and those chinese engineers they were actually working at a key copper gold project mm. in this uh, south uh, southwestern uh, province of baluchistan you know so but you know the pakistan china friendship you know it is not a recent phenomenon right you know it has its roots deep in the history of you know both of these countries right so we have seen that you know in the history uh, there were so many like terrorist activities in pakistan and china actually knows that pakistan uh, specifically after the 9/11 attack pakistan has been the uh, front uh, front uh, uh, line you, uh, you can say ally of the us right so due to that due to that pakistanis alignment in that war on terror you know pakistan has been actually badly affected by the uh, terrorist activities right because the uh, the spillover the spillover of the afghanistan war you know because afghanistan is the country which is bordering pakistan that's so right due to that spillover of that war pakistan has you know already been badly severely affected by this um, curse of mm. terrorism more than more than 70000 pakistanis have you know they have lost their lives uh, the the generals the high ranking officials of pakistani uh, military they have lost their lives in this uh, uh, war against terror uh, so many key politicians of pakistan uh, just to remind you uh, the former prime minister benazir bhutto she actually lost her life you know in this uh, one of such uh, terrorist activity uh, in pakistan so yeah so this is the issue i think and i hope that our chinese friend they already know it and they historically china has already has always supported pakistan whenever such activity you know they have happened in pakistan so i hope that uh, first of all thankfully thankfully in this terrorist activity uh, no none of our chinese guests were uh, like they were hurt but uh, at the same time our, our hurts they they uh, go with those uh, family of those five or six people who are uh, uh, martyred in this attack yeah that's right brother was, i i yeah. agree with you even i mean the yeah. good news is the chinese ambassadors or uh, none of the chinese diplomats were actually wounded by this terrorist attack but meanwhile we are very sorry you know it's always saddening to hear any innocent lives were lost because such heinous or unimaginably painful crime that happened. Now, I got one more question before letting you go. Brother, I know you're fairly busy, so I don't want to keep you too long. Recently that you shared a lot more information on social media regarding the vaccination program from China to Pakistan. Now, can you tell us a little bit how significant is that? Because right now as a Chinese national, I can tell you the vaccination program has been rolling out successfully nationwide and also um been quite more a uh, very effective and a lot more chinese citizens are very comfortable and also co- highly speaking of this vaccination programs 
but this is the domestic impact and this is the domestic success. But I want you to address some of the critical impact from international perspective, how significant or how important it is for China to distribute the vaccination programs to countries like Pakistan. Can you share with us a little bit? Yeah, so just uh, first of all, to tell you the uh, just the background, you know, Pakistan was the first country where uh, China actually uh, uh, sent it's a vaccine you know mm. so half a mil- half a million uh, dose doses of uh, the uh, the vaccine you know they were sent by the chinese authorities to pakistan in the first episode and in the next episode half a million more vaccines were sent by the uh, china's sinopharm vaccine that they were sent particularly to pakistan so now that was that help at that time was very important because at that time pakistan was witnessing its uh, uh, second wave uh, of the COVID-19, you know. So right now, right now, unfortunately, Pakistan is experiencing the third wave of this uh, deadly virus. So the vaccination program, uh, it has already been rolled out uh, in Pakistan on a very massive scale. And uh, Pakistan has already been receiving vaccines uh, from China, also from that uh, organization is called Gavi Global Alliance mm. on uh, vaccines. Yeah, so, but you know, it has uh, it, uh, it will take time because we have the population of two hundred and twenty million, and right now we don't mm. have uh, enough of vaccines which cover all of our population. So that's why the Pakistani government it has prioritized. You know, in the first uh, priority, they have asked the health workers or the medical professional people so they were vaccinated in the second uh, step all the people who are above 70 years of age they were vaccinated now the people who are above 60 years of age you know they were vaccinated so gradually you know uh, they are becoming um, like they are bringing more and more uh, segments of the population uh, you know uh, to, uh, to get vaccinated and we all know that you know china has a massive this plan to aid uh, more than 38 developing countries, you know, who severely need this uh, COVID vaccine, you know, and China is uh, actively participating in WHO's COVAX initiative, actually, to provide uh, through uh, this uh, vaccine to all of these countries. Yeah. Mm. Well, brother, I really appreciate your time. And you know, this is very crucial. Not only that we address the relationship between Pakistan and China, but also give more uh, people more insights uh, regarding this bilateral relations. And we hope and pray that after this such heinous and this, you know, um, painful events, nothing is going to happen again or um, no innocent lives should be lost. And, you know, to this just, you know, uh, how can I say? It's just... Can't, can't even describe. It's like indescribable, this terrorist groups. And we hope that justice will be brought to these people one day. But again, ladies and gentlemen, join our show. It's Shuipa. It's from Pakistan. He's an economist and by education, and he has the PhD. He's a very super smart a national from Pakistan. And of course, the highlight is he has the experiences of working with the government of Pakistan. Brother, again, thank you so much for being on my show. It's always been a pleasure of talking to you. Thank you very much, Mr. Will, and my pleasure. Thank you very much.